Uh, church, listen, I, I can't tell you how excited I am uh, about this new series here, hearing from God, I'm sharing with others. And, and last week we began the series with this, this one simple truth that we are made to hear from God. That we're made to hear from God. And, and we kind of ended the week talking about the primary way that we do that is by studying His Word, right? By studying His Word. And so I got into uh, two Greek words for the Word of God. And, and the first word is, is logos. And of course, that's the word that John uses in, in, in John chapter 1 when he says that's, that's what Jesus is. He's, he's the logos, uh, right? He, he's the Word of God. Um, but primarily in the New Testament, when you find the word logos, what it actually means is the, the written Word of God. The written word of God. And so he said, listen, we're designed to hear from God. Primarily, we hear from God by studying his written word. And then as we study his written word, listen, we, we hear his, his, his rhema. Rhema is, is the living voice of God. That, that when we study the written word of God, the living voice of God speaks to us. And I believe that's what the writer of Hebrews had in mind when he penned this. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, when he writes, For the word of God is living and effective and, and sharper than any uh, double-edged sword, penetrating as far as the separation of soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It is able to judge the thoughts and the intentions of of the heart. And, and, and this morning, uh, our focus is, is simply is going to be on this. It's going to be on st- how we can study that living, active, effective uh, Word of God. And, and just one big idea that I want to share with you this morning, really just, just one truth, and, and here it is this morning, only one observation, that we are meant to study, think about, and respond to the Word of God. Now I'm going to say that one more time. Guys, we are meant to study to think about and to respond to the Word of God. Now, in, in, in my first draft, I, I, I wrote down about 14 verses that I was going to share with you this morning. And I thought, you know what, um, for simplicity's sake, why don't I choose one of those that really exemplifies what I'm saying here, that we're meant to study, think about, and respond to the Word of God. And so Joshua 1.8 uh, says this. It says, uh, This book of instruction must not depart from your mouth. You are to meditate on it day and night, so that you may carefully observe everything written in it, for then you will prosper and succeed in whatever you do. And I, I kind of carefully want to look at that verse. And so we're going to break this down. It'll be up in the corner of the screen for you. But I want to look at Joshua 1.8. First, the, the writer says, you, you must not, uh, the word must not depart from your mouth. That means that we've got to study it, right? The word must not depart from your mouth. And he goes on and says, you've got to meditate on it day and night. That means that we're meant to think about it. And he says, you've got to observe everything that's written in it. That means that we're called to respond to it. Those are the three things we're talking about. Now, that, that seems really straightforward forward, but the problem is many times in our personal Bible study, these three components aren't all there. Some of these components are there, but not all of those components. And and guys, as we enter the the new year, I want to tell you that um, our goal here at FBCE is really, really simple. We want to change that. We want to change that. In your life, we want to change that. We want all three of those components to become vibrant parts of how you study God's Word. And so starting in February... We're going to ask people to join us as, as we start to practice a new method for Bible study. And, and, and what we've done, guys, is uh, we put together a reading plan. I'm, I'm going to show you a picture there on the screen, full screen. And uh, it, it, it's, we're calling it our D-group reading plan. But it begins uh, in February, that first week of February. And it's going to run uh, eventually all the way through November. It's 10 months worth of Bible reading, as you can see on the screen there. It's, it's one chapter a day, five days a week. And, and that's our goal. Um, and, and so uh, what we're going to do is you're going to study the Bible. 
And I'm going to teach you a method here in, in, in a moment how, how to do it. When you read a chapter a day, what are you supposed to do? So I'm going to talk to you about what you're supposed to do. And so um, you're going to read a chapter a day. Well, you're, you're going to apply this Bible study method. You're going to use a free gift that we're going to give to you. It's, it's called a HEAR journal. So you're going to use your, your HEAR journal or your D group journal, if that's what you want to call it. And, and then once a week, you're going to meet together with some other like-minded people, a, a small group of people, maybe three or four other people of the same sex, and you're going to talk about how God is speaking to you. And we believe this is, is going to do some amazing things uh, in our own personal journeys as we follow into Jesus. So uh, what is this, this method? I'm going to jump into it in a, in a second. Before I do it, I want to tell you where we're headed. Now, we sent out a church email this week. Um, by the way, I'm so excited. You guys heard about D groups, and we started getting texts and emails. What are they? How does that work? How, how do I get in one? That is so awesome. I'm, I'm going to address that at, at the end of our service. But, but here's kind of how it breaks down. Last week, I said we were meant to hear from God. That was the purpose. This morning, I'm going to teach you the HEAR method. Next week, um, we're going to talk about the fact that we are also designed to share with others and live in community. And then finally, week four of this series, which is last week, before we jump in to the book of Romans, uh, what we're going to do, I'm going to explain to you exactly all the inner workings of those D groups. And so uh, I'm glad that you're along on the journey. So let's talk this morning about the HEAR Bible study method. Uh, What does it mean? Well, here it is. It's an acronym, HEAR. Highlight, explain, apply, respond. Let me say that again. Highlight, explain, apply, and respond. And so let's just kind of break that down. Uh, Let's start with highlight. Here's what we're asking you to do. Highlight. I want you to highlight whatever stands out uh, as you read a chapter. I want you to highlight whatever stands out and then write those observations or write those verses down in your journal. So you're going to highlight whatever stands out and then you're going to write those verses down in your journal. And so I'll give you an example here up on the screen. Uh, That is actually my Bible. And so uh, you guys can see that hopefully at home. I'm going to turn to 2 Corinthians so I can read it because I can't see that screen from here. And and so I I highlighted uh, this in 2 Corinthians. I've been studying the book of Corinthians. I started with 1 Corinthians. Thursday morning, I started 2 Corinthians chapter 1. I read that chapter and I highlighted verse 4. He comforts us in all of our affliction so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any kind of affliction through the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as the sufferings of Christ overflow to us, so also through Christ our comfort overflows. And and so I I had highlighted that little section there. And that's what we're talking about. Now, I realize some of you, we talked about this in staff, some of you uh, just do not like to write in your Bible. And that's okay. That's why we're going to give you a journal. We're going to give you this awesome journal. And in this journal, you can write those verses down if you don't want to actually write in your Bible. You may, I'll just tell you, that the pages of this journal are not super huge. And if you're a big writer, you might want to add another spiral. But but, uh, this is going to help you along the way. And so, um, this is what we're going to do. So we begin with, with H, which is highlight. Then we get to E, and, and the E stands for explain. And here's what we're asking. We want you to explain what the Scripture means in its context. What was the author trying to say to his audience? Okay, Explain what the Scripture means in its context. What was the author trying to say to his audience? So I'm going to share a quote with you um, from my mentor, Brett Dutton, who taught my hermeneutics class, my Old Testament class, I don't know, like a million other classes in seminary for you. Uh, but, but he would always say, listen, the text cannot mean what it never meant. Right? The text cannot mean what it never meant. And, and, and what that means is, like, listen... Uh, the, the Bible was written for a purpose to communicate something to a people. Our very first step is to understand, well, 
What was written to those people? What did it mean to them? And, and so listen, you might need a little help here. And so I want to encourage you, one of the great tools that's going to help you along this way, maybe you need to get a study Bible. We talked about this as staff. We all have multiple Bibles. Uh, some of us are like, you know what? I may get a new study Bible before February rolls around and we jump into this. And so uh, a study Bible is a great way. Um, there's lots of great websites you can use. I love Blue Letter Bible. Uh, Blue Letter Bible is a great place to go. You hit on the menu button and, uh, and you go to commentaries and man, it's got all kinds of stuff, whether you're looking for MacArthur or, or, uh, or Matthew Henry, all those kind of things. And, and again, so, so you're like, hey, 2 Corinthians, who, who's writing 2 Corinthians? You click on the introduction to 2 Corinthians, it's going to say, hey, this was written by Paul. This is when it's written. This is where Paul was. This is who he's writing to. Uh, this is the occasion for it. Those things help you understand why Paul writes what he writes. And so that's what we're asking you to do. So, so again, here's my example. I'm going to explain. And this is what I wrote down in my journal, right? So here's my E. Uh, Paul endured a great amount of suffering and affliction in life. In the midst of his suffering, he experienced the comfort and peace that only Christ can bring. He understood rightly that God comforts us in our sufferings so that we can comfort others when they are suffering. And so that is the, the E, right? So the H is to highlight the E is to explain that gets us to the A and, and listen, the A is apply. The A is apply. And so fill in these blanks with me. Uh, under apply, we want you to ask, how can I, it's really important, how can I apply this truth? Now be specific. Make it personal. Apply the truth that God is teaching you to your life, right? Apply the truth that God is teaching you to your life, not someone else's. This is for you. And I cannot emphasize that enough. What, what, listen, what God puts on your heart to highlight in your Bible, that is for you. Like, that is what God is wanting to say. He, there's a reason that He has brought that to your attention. So you need to begin to ask, okay God, so, so God, I've highlighted it. I've, I've explained it. I know what it meant to them. But God, why are you bringing that to my attention? What is it in my life that I need to see this morning, today, that, that you want me to see in this verse? How does that apply to me? And again, I'll, I'll walk you through just my personal Bible study. This was Thursday morning, okay? And, and, and here's kind of how that went. And so my, my apply, the health struggles our family has been going through over the last month have been tough. But God has been so good to meet with me and to comfort me and renew my strength during my personal Bible study. I know that others are struggling too and that I need to share the comfort of Christ with them, right? That's how the Lord spoke to me. I, that's, that's what the Lord, that, like that's me applying. Why, God, why did you have me highlight this verse uh, 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 about, about struggles? Why, why did you have me highlight this verse about how you comfort us so that we can comfort others? And, 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 and as I prayed through, that's what the Lord said, like this is why. Right? Because you, you've been going through some struggles. But, but listen, I, I, I've, I've met with you. Like, he just revealed to me, like, like, think of how faithful I've been to meet with you every time you open my word. And, and, and it's true. The Lord has just calmed my spirit every morning as I've sat with him and read the Bible. And, and I know that he's done that so that I can be a comfort to others. And that gives me, uh, leads me to the R of, of our method. So what is, what is R? Uh, it stands for respond. Respond, okay? Respond by writing out a prayer 
or specific action steps. Respond by writing out a prayer or specific action steps. So, so again, here is, is kind of mine. This is what the Lord was doing with me. And so here's my response, uh, my example. I, I did both, by the way. So, so here they are. And you, you don't have to do both. I did both. Here's my prayer. Father, thank you for meeting with me every day this week as I have studied your word. Thank you for the comfort you have provided to my spirit. Help me be mindful of the struggles of others uh, that others are facing and, and, and to be a blessing to them, right? So that was my prayer unto God. And then I, I had these act, this action step as well. Check on John, Brandon, Fallon, and Sonia. And, and uh, I made it a point to reach out and to call those four people uh, this week just to check on them because the Lord had put them uh, on my heart. And so, uh, man, that, that, that's what it is. That's, it, I know, that's straightforward. You go, man, Pastor, that, that's really not that hard. That, that's kind of what we're saying to you. It is not that hard. Listen, guys, the Bible, the number, I, I was just talking with Seth this morning before we started, and we said, like, what is the key to spiritual transformation? You know the number one key to spiritual transformation? It's not programming. It's not how great our worship is. It's not how good the preaching is. The number one key to spiritual transformation in the life of people is the way that they interact with the Word of God. The Word of God is alive and it is active. The written Word, when we submit ourselves to it, the living voice of God speaks to us, to us individually. He points out things that we need to hear so that we can apply those things and respond to those things. And our hope for you this year as you enter 2021 FBCE is that you would learn to pick up this form of Bible study. That all three of those elements that, that we saw in Joshua 1.8, that, that we're constantly studying the Word of God, that we're, we're thinking about the Word of God, and that we're actually responding to the Word of God, that all of those things become a part of your personal devotion. And we believe if they do, that you'll be, you'll be transformed. So uh, what do we do? What am I asking you to do this week because of what I have just shared with you? Uh, well, here is the first thing. I want you to start practicing the here method. I want you to start practicing the here method. And, and, and so listen, uh, don't wait till February, right? I, I know some of you think, well, I, well we, we kick it off in February. I'll just start February. Listen, it's, it's going to be a lot better. February is actually when our D groups start. That's when our Bible reading plan starts. Yes, that is when you start using this journal, all right? This journal is meant to kick off in February. Don't start the journal before February, but you can start practicing the here method on a blank piece of paper in a different journal, right? Um, so, but we want you to just start working through this, right? And so, so, so tomorrow... Uh, Pick a chapter, right? And, and I know some of you already have a Bible reading plan. So read whatever you're supposed to read. Highlight the things that stand out. Then take the time to explain, well, what did they mean in, in their original context to the people that originally heard them? Then apply that to your own life. Okay, God, why did, why did you have, have that pop out uh, off the page into my heart? Why, why, why am I thinking about those things? You apply that to your own life. Then you want to respond to God through prayer or with an action list. And do this every day. And I'm telling you, man, you're going to be ready to hit the ground running when we get into our D groups. And so um, that's the number one thing. I want you to start practicing the HEAR method. Number two, I want you to continue praying about who you might want to be in your D group. And I want you to start reaching out to those people. Let me say that again. 
I want you to continue praying about who you might want to be in your D group. And I want you to start reaching out to those people. And so I said this last week. I'm going to say it again. Uh, some of the communication I got back from people this week was along these lines. Um, how, how, do, how do I get into a D group? Or who, you know, how does that work? And, and so uh, those, the, these, these groups are meant to be organic. They're meant to be organic. And so these are people that you're already doing life with. Why? Uh, well, a lot of reasons. One, if you're already doing life with them, it's a pretty good sign that God has given you a special relationship with those people. And, and our D groups are meant to be pretty intimate. So these are people you're already probably doing life with. There may be some people outside that group eventually you'll reach out to. We'll get to that as we start talking about making disciples that make disciples. Uh, so, so those things are going to happen. But uh, these are not, like, we're not assigning you groups. That's not the way that that, that works. Now, if, if you are new here, and you just don't know anybody, uh, you can reach out to us and what we'll do is we'll, you know, we'll, we'll kind of look demographically, uh, we'll try to find some people, kind of point you in the right direction, um, but, but we're not here to assign groups, these are kind of organically, and I'll, I'll get to that in, in a second, but, but you're meant to pray about what that looks like. I had a conversation with somebody uh, in the band before we started, uh, asking like, hey, do we have to meet with those people in person? Absolutely not. We, we, we want you to meet uh, if you're comfortable meeting in person, but we realize, hey, we're, we still got a lot of COVID going on, so if you're one of those people, you're like, man, I want to meet with those people, I want to start this. Well, you guys can do that over Zoom or over FaceTime, because there's not going to be a huge group of you, right? The, the max in, in your group can be five, and so you guys can do this where you are, and so be praying about who you want in your group. And, and listen, this week, you're taking it a step further. You're going to start reaching out to those people, asking, you know, hey, I'm thinking about this, um, would, would, would you pray about maybe being in my D group? So that's the second thing. Third thing I want you to do this week is I want you to learn more about D groups uh, and register your group at fbcelgin.org forward slash D groups. Okay, so uh, learn more about D groups and register yours at fbcelgin.org forward slash uh, D groups. And so uh, here is the deal um, we put together uh, a portion of our website. To, uh, to, to really tell you all about D groups. It kind of looks like this. And so if you go to our, our homepage, fbcelgin.org, and you click on a tab, there's a tab on the right hand side. It's almost the furthest right, not quite. But you click on a tab, it says D groups, and it's got all kinds of frequently asked questions. You guys can come back to me now. Uh, and, and, and so this is, this is what we're doing. We want to help you out. So we realize you have lots of questions because this is a new thing and we've never done this before. And, uh, and listen, so, so we want to give you as much information as we can. I want to remind you also that in two Sundays, I'm, I'm going to break down all these free, frequently asked questions and really get into uh, the guts of how these, these groups function and how they work. Um, but for now, we want you to be educated. So I want you to know what they are. I want you to know what we're expecting. I want you to kind of know how they're organized, those kind of things. And so those, uh, most of those questions are going to be answered on our webpage. Now, here's the deal. After you have prayed about who's supposed to be in your group, and after they have agreed, let me say this again, after they have agreed to be in your group, then you can register your group. Only one person needs to register the group. So, you have a group of four people. I do not need all four of your people to register that group. Just one person needs to register the group. So, whoever decides, hey, I'll kind of be the group leader, whatever that looks like, um, yeah, that means you guys get extra homework. I'm joking, you don't. Um, but, but you take on the responsibility and you'll register your group, okay? And, and so, once you kind of have all those commitments, register your group. Do you have to register your group? The answer to that is no. Uh, but we would, we're asking you to do it. And the reason we're asking you to do it, ultimately we'd like to track how many people are tracking with us. We want to know how many people uh, are, are taking this seriously, how many people are in D groups. It kind of shows us how well our discipleship model will be working. And so we want to challenge you guys to do that, okay? Uh, now listen, I know that's not a sermon. 
That's, that's not what it was intended to be today. But, but rather, it's a time of teaching. You may find it helpful to go back and watch this video a few times this week if that's what you need to do to really get down how this here method works. But I want to tell you, you can do it. I believe in you. I believe in you. And I'm so excited for what God is going to do as you open up His written word. I cannot wait for you to begin hearing His active voice. All right? It's going to be awesome. few things I want to cover with you this morning. Just a couple of announcements. Here is the first uh, up on the screen. Hold on. There it is. Let's go large screen for it real quick. Uh, so D groups, journals, reading plans available uh, starting tomorrow. Starting tomorrow. Here is what it looks like. So I'm going to go over here. So guys, you can get this. And this comes with this right here. It is a bookmark that takes you through 21 weeks of Bible reading. When we get to the end of that 21 weeks, we will give you uh, your next 21 weeks, which we already have planned out. We just haven't printed the bookmarks yet. Uh, so we want you to come and start picking these up uh, as early as tomorrow. So cannot wait for that. Second thing, uh, second thing, guys. Again, there we go. In-person worship. In-person worship uh, resumes next Sunday. Next Sunday. So next Sunday, you can be here in the sanctuary. Uh, weather permitting, we'll also do the 8 o'clock service at the park. Now remember, we send out text messages pretty early on uh, because if it's inclement weather, I'll just tell you right now, if it's 40, it probably ain't happening. But, uh, but if it's up in the high 50s, man, we're, we're on. So, so uh, we're going to keep an eye on the weather and we'll keep you posted about whether or not the 8 o'clock service will happen. Uh, the 10 o'clock service uh, will happen here in the sanctuary. And of course, we will also live stream that at 10. Last thing I want to share with you. Here we go, full screen. Wednesday night's return, February 3rd. February 3rd, uh, Wednesday night's return. And uh, we'll have kids, we'll have youth, we'll have something for adults to do. In fact, our plan, uh, kind of roughly going into it, is to provide a space for some of those D groups to actually be able to meet and, and to start talking about uh, their personal Bible study. So that'll be cool. We cannot wait to do those things. Church, we love you. Can't wait to see you back in person. I'm going to pray us out. If you don't mind this morning, let's pray together. Father God, thank you for being so good. Thank you for giving us your word, Lord. Uh, and, and I mean your, your word of God, Jesus, uh, right? But, but also giving us the, his written words, right? Giving us your written words. The Bible, you have revealed yourself to us, right? You, God of the universe, revealed yourself to us so that we might know you. And, and not only did you reveal yourself, but God, as we study who you are, as we study what you said, you still speak to us in, in an alive, active voice. You speak to our hearts today. And God, that is too good. That is too good. Don't let us pass up on that, God. Let us refuse to go a day without hearing from you personally. And Lord, as we hear from you personally, let us live our lives Accordingly, in Jesus' name we pray all of these things. And God's people said, Amen. Church, I love you. I cannot wait to see you next week. God bless.